It is what keeps me in motion, ever curious and open to co-creation, illumination, in rapturous devotion to the great mystery. It is the anchor to the me I am to you, the me I am to me, the soul I am exactly meant to be. This is inspiration. Welcome to A Lone Traveler's Guide to the Divine, a podcast for empaths, healers, dreamers, and seekers. My name is Amanda Lux, and I'm the creator of the Elevation Hive School and Community Membership for Energy, Medicine, and Dream Work. In this podcast, I offer teachings, poetry, songs, interviews, and inspiration to support you wherever you are on your path. As today is the last episode of season one, I invited my best friend, Dazon Wiley, back on the show with me again to interview me, actually, about what inspired the show, what inspires me artistically as a visual artist, a painter, and also just where we're heading with season two. So Dazon and I are actually collaborating on a project, which is a 44-card oracle deck. And each card is a painting, half of them are hers and half are mine, that we've painted mostly all together. And we also have co-written poems that go with each one. The theme of the deck is the healer's journey, and that is also going to be the theme of season two. So we'll be sharing some of our paintings and the poems and the stories about the healing opportunities that came through the painting process and how we embark on that process, as well as there will be more interviews with other healers sharing their healers' journeys. But for now, I just wanted to reflect and honor where we've come from throughout this season over the course of the past 10 months and 20 episodes. I've shared episodes about polarity therapy, which is a holistic form of energy medicine that I practice and teach, as well as conscious dream work, which is a process of working with your night dreams, as well as various states of consciousness that range from lucid dreams to the dream of our waking life. I shared numerous episodes about how to develop a dream work practice, how to interpret your dreams, as well as episodes about embodiment, how to be a healthy empath, how to embrace hard things, and allow ourselves to become empowered, conscious co-creators of art, of life, and of this dream that we are creating. I've had the honor of interviewing some incredible healers, coaches, authors, astrologers, teachers, and dreamers who were brave enough to share their dreams and their stories. So if you've not explored all of the episodes so far, I invite you to go back and give a listen. And depending on when you're coming to this, just know that I will be back in the fall with some fresh episodes. And while I take a short break this summer, I also want to invite you to check out my art vlog on my Elevation Hive YouTube channel, as there will be some similar content on there. And of course, follow me on social media. Before I cut over to the recording of the interview, however, I do just want to ask for your compassion in advance 
as my voice audio going forward are a little bit lacking here due to the fact that I'm just getting over some post-COVID sinus symptoms uh, because, you know, it's a pandemic. So (laughs) sometimes we just have to show up as we are. But regardless of that, I'm excited to segue into this interview and this episode with a poem that Dazan and I co-wrote in our own unique style that we developed together, where we each write alternating lines without knowing what the other is writing, and then we put the lines together. So we will read this together first, and then I will invite Dazan to share some of the origins of this style of poetry, and then I will have her read it out loud again so you can hear it in one voice. So the title of the poem is Inspiration. What is inspiration but the glue that holds these disparate strands of life together, making sense, connecting dots, taking what is old and making it new? I lift the straw that is heavy against my back and hold it instead up to my eye. I get to decide what breaks me, what makes me. Transforming the treacherous, hideous moments into something beautiful, artful, It is delicate, but never fragile. I bend its rough curve and feel my own flexibility, my own capacity. I am this strong. It is the fuel that moves me out of bed in the morning, that makes me lunge for paint, canvas, words, song. I have permission to be this raw, to commit my gaze to the most delicious existence I want to be. I feel it in my bare toes gripping wet mosses on slippery stones. I see it in the visible cloud of breath on a cold, crisp day. In the way my heart lunges as it arises from the depths of the unknown places within me. The beauty of the mess of being torn, gut-wrenchingly sad, alive, and more well than ever before. There are a million ways to be pulled toward or away from my own sacred core. It is what keeps me in motion, ever curious and open, to co-creation, illumination, in rapturous devotion to the great mystery. It is the anchor to the me I am to you, the me I am to me, the soul I am exactly meant to be. This is inspiration. When we were much younger, we discovered that writing together was this magical process, that we had the capacity to, if not yet the language to understand what even attunement was, we understood the experience of it by this poetry process that we called magically obvious poems. What we do is we pick a topic or pick some words, we pick a certain number of lines that we're going to write, and then independently from one another, we write, say, five lines each and leave space in between. Back in the Berkeley days when we were sitting in coffee shops, that would be in our battered journals over our seventh cup of coffee 
Um, now it's matured onto our matching pink laptops, but we write, <laughs> we write our lines and then after we've finished writing them independently, not knowing what the other person is writing, we then merge those lines together into one complete poem. We then read them aloud as one whole poem and every single time. It's just this magical creation that sounds like one poem written by one person. The synchronicity is always inspiring. 30 plus years, we still squeal in delight at like, it worked, it worked. I can't believe it still worked. So we are continually exploring what inspires us, what inspires us artistically, what inspires us spiritually, what inspires us to have our most delicious, juicy life possible. This poem, the only guidelines we set out for ourselves was five lines and the word inspiration. And Amanda used the word inspiration in the first line and I was to use it in the last line. Those were the only guidelines we had. Thank you so much for sharing all of that, Dazan. And if you don't mind, I just want to invite you to now read the poem one more time all the way through, just in your own voice. What is inspiration but the glue that holds these disparate strands of life together, making sense, connecting dots, taking what is old and making it new? I lift the straw that is heavy against my back and hold it instead up to my eye. I get to decide what breaks me, what makes me, transforming the treacherous, hideous moments into something beautiful, artful. It is delicate, but never fragile. I bend its rough curve and feel my own flexibility, my own capacity. I am this strong. It is the fuel that moves me out of bed in the morning, that makes me lunge for paint, canvas, words, song. I have permission to be this raw, to commit my gaze to the most delicious existence I want to be. I feel it in my bare toes, gripping wet mosses on slippery stones. I see it in the visible cloud of breath on a cold, crisp day in the way my heart lunges as it arises from the depths of the unknown places within me. The beauty of the mess of being torn, gut-wrenchingly sad, alive and more well than ever before. There are a million ways to be pulled toward or away from my sacred core. It is what keeps me in motion, ever curious and open to co-creation, illumination, in rapturous devotion to the great mystery. It is the anchor to the me I am to you, the me I am to me, the soul I am exactly meant to be. This is inspiration. So Amanda, this poem is all about inspiration. 
And I think my first question for you is, what inspires you artistically? So when I contemplate what inspires me artistically, I really feel drawn to connecting with the word inspiration in general. And the etymology of this word is really interesting because it means to breathe in spirit. The literal definition in Old English and Latin is to breathe in life or spirit into the body, into the soul, and to be divinely inspired is like having spirit breathing into you. (laughs) And I just love that idea so much that when we are receiving inspiration, it's not necessarily coming from us, it's coming from spirit and we're just taking it in. We are the channel for that. We are the receptor and the vehicle to then do something if we so choose. And for me, artistically, I feel like I'm always in that space of listening, communing with spirit. I'm always really curious and wanting to take part in that conversation. And I believe that when I am listening in that way, it benefits my my own soul journey. And so therefore, all of my creative process is in service of my own healing. And as a healer and a practitioner and a teacher of energy medicine and dream work, pretty much any and all modality is in service of, of healing on some level of self-realization and therefore ideally rippling out and, you know, all of our stories are all of our stories, just like our dreams. I gather the inspiration from my day, from the work that I do when I'm in session or from reading other people's dreams or listening to my own, from going on conscious dream journeys. And I'm always just so compelled by what comes and how it comes and I find it really energizing and clarifying for myself and my journey when I do listen and actually take action creatively to express and make some kind of art or some kind of project in order to understand more what the inspiration or the meaning of it is and sometimes there's no meaning it's just playful And that's really a wonderful co-creative experience as well. I think that one thing that stands out to me, having known you since we were children, is that this has always been a part of who you are. The moment that we met (laughs) and... I asked you what you wanted to be when you grew up and you told me that you wanted to be a guitar. (laughs) Oh, it makes me cry. (laughs) That was in a creative writing class, by the way. (laughs) It was in a creative writing class. But the piece that I think that really stands out to me, which resonates with what you were just describing, is that you have carried a creative existence through all of these years and yet it has always felt so selfless that you create in such a generous way that you have this inspiration 
that you are an open channel to and for. And what I witness is this inclination to share, to help others, whether you're painting a specific dream or doing a treatment on a client or singing a song by yourself in a room alone, a lot of this feels like it's connected to how can I give back? How can I help? How can I help others? How can I inspire others? Talk to me a little bit about what compelled you to make this podcast. Mm, Thank you. So when I really contemplate what compelled me to start this podcast is I think I was looking for another outlet or another means to communicate the spirit that was coming through me in regards to this this podcast, which A Lone Traveler's Guide to the Divine came to me first as a book and a series of images that were based on my own dreams and dream journeys. And I, I started painting these images maybe like seven years ago-ish. And I was going through at the time a, a really deep sort of awakening process, going through a hypnotherapy training body. And I was also at the time working with my shamanic mentor, Tamara Karuna, amazing, wonderful human. And she's the one that really taught me how to fine tune my own journey process and to re-enter my dreams. I had been doing that on my own, but I didn't have a method for it. I didn't know what to call it. And I certainly didn't know how to pass that on to other people until I did a lot of that work with her personally and then studied also with Robert Moss in his dream dream school. I got so much from that personal work that I did just receiving these. It came in in the form of art, visions, images, and then stories. And I was really trying to find a way to honor the the soul of this project. I see every every project that comes through has its own frequency. And so I'm constantly conversing with this podcast as an entity, as you know, as its own soul, its own spirit. And I'm I'm listening to where it wants to go and how it wants to um, be expressed through me. And originally, like I was saying, it was trying to come through as a book and a series of images that are going to become the card deck, but that's all it really evolved over the years. And I think I finally decided to open it up in this format because it asked me to try it this way. You know, I just, I felt it like this is another way I could get this out. I think I also just really love talking about dreams so much. I'm reading and responding to people's dreams every day and it's such a passion. I just think it's so incredible. And when you combine the dream work and the energy medicine, there's nothing more interesting. It just keeps unfolding for me. So I wanted to share that with people, that crossover. So doing this podcast was just a way for me to share this work that I'm just so passionate about and give other people the opportunity to share their dreams and participate in each other's dreams because that's one of my life missions, I think, is to really empower 
anyone and everyone that I can to pay attention and and to listen to the way that spirit is communicating through our dreams. For me, dream work has been the biggest catalyst of healing in my life. I just feel like when I am in the dream realm, I really do get that sense that we're we're never working alone and that nothing is separate. And it's just so incredibly powerful and healing to pay attention and listen and experience that kind of interconnectivity. In this first season, you have interviewed quite a spectrum of of individuals and and then of course poetry and music it's just been delicious to get to be a part of this as an audience member and even a participant tell me a little bit about your process with this podcast in this first season well my process in creating the podcast it has never been as organized as i would like it to be <laughs> i wish that i could write out and plan in advance all of the episodes and I'm going to try that for the next season but you know in this first season every single moon that came up I was sequestering myself for days right before going into this hermit mode just working non-stop and because I was really just listening for that inspiration to come through and and it often wouldn't come until the last minute <laughs> And then when it did come, it would just hit me so strong. I'd be sitting there waiting like, come on, you know, come on podcast, come on spirit, the moon is coming and boom, when it was time, it was time. And then there have been also some really amazing individuals who have reached out to me to be on the show and some really incredible humans that I wanted to invite onto the show. So it's just been a really beautiful way to connect and grow my community. And so where is it going? What's going to be happening in this next season? What do we get to be excited about? <laughs> well, I think the thing I'm most excited about in this next upcoming season is this collaborative project that I've been working on with Design for so many years painting our dreams together in the poems that go with the images in this magically obvious format that we shared with you in this episode. And we're creating this card deck called The Healer's Journey. And that topic actually came through in the very first episode of this podcast. It's called The Healer's Journey. And it just kept coming back as a theme. So as I listen and tune in to the spirit of the podcast, I'm really hearing that that is the next incarnation, to really expand on that, to share more of the art and the poetry and the healing process that can come through in so many different ways. I will also be inviting more amazing healers to come on and share their journey as well. like to add that 
you know, seven or eight years ago, however long it was now, I was joining you for a fun little getaway and you were in the thick of this painting of your visions reality that I loved holding space for and being witness to and that on this given weekend you said this is your canvas you should paint something and I said well I don't I don't know how to paint I don't know how to do it and you said well neither did I, I you, this is here's some tips here's some ideas and I had had this vision and it was so clear to me what I wanted to paint and so I painted it and it was only later that I realized that for years I had been painting my dreams with fabric, right? I had been creating art of my dreams for so long and I hadn't, um, it's not that I hadn't remembered that I had been doing those. I think I had just been caught up in raising babies and life. When I think about this deck in particular and the history that it holds of, of that story, but then also t say a little bit about your own childhood and the history of art and dreams and in your own childhood. Well, I love that you brought that in about our journey with the painting and how neither of us have really any art training of any kind that we were both self-taught and our motivation in teaching ourselves was not necessarily to show the art or sell the paintings. It was motivated by this inspiration from spirit, from this idea that, that there was this project that wanted to come through and it was based on this series of dreams. And so we just started painting them. And <laughs> I love that that's how it came about. But as a kid, I, I, I also was drawing my dreams. My mother, actually, who's an amazing enlightened being, anytime I had recurring nightmares or dreams that were really bothering me, which I had a lot, she would have me draw them out. And when I did, it would shift the, the dream. And it always uh, resolved the nightmares. She also taught me that I could become lucid inside my dream and ask for help and change the dream and call on my guides and angels. And so I started doing that when I was really young. And it was so powerful and healing for me time and time again. And so formative, obviously, <laughs> that as an adult, it was really natural for me to enter into the healing arts in this way. It was kind of my home this really informed my creative process. I think painting and engaging creatively is just another vehicle for communicating with spirit, with my higher self, with the universe. And in that sense, it's another way to grow and learn and heal. Of course, it's also like the most fun thing ever. <laughs> well, and speaking of fun and another avenue, I want to mention your YouTube channel, your art vlog. Um, this is a up and coming adventure, yes? So yeah, the, the YouTube channel is also just launching 
with a video where I went around and interviewed a bunch of different artists about what inspires them artistically in their own studio spaces. And then in the second video, I'm going to be weaving in uh, more about what inspires me. And then I'm planning to continue making some videos about art and dream work and energy, inspirational, creative type of videos. So I'm looking forward to doing that. I can't wait. So fun. So we have the Oracle deck and episodes that will delve more into that. We have this YouTube channel, this art vlog that is coming. We have a season to look forward to of the podcast in the fall. You are continuing to spread your light and your guidance and your your inspiration. You certainly inspire me. Well, you inspire me as well. And I so, so appreciate you being willing to engage with me and this podcast. And it was so fun to be on this end of the microphone. Thank you so, so very much. It is my pleasure. I'm excited to do more. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to this last episode of the season of A Lone Traveler's Guide to the Divine. Please check out the show notes for more information about my upcoming vlog and YouTube channel and for our upcoming classes. I so appreciate you listening, being a part of this season, sharing this podcast and leaving reviews and subscribing. I so look forward to returning with a new fresh season in the fall and I'm just so grateful to be in sacred community with you. Thank you. We're all alone, alone, alone. We're Yeah.